You always burn. Anytime you eat like DiGiorno, always burn the top of your mouth. Any frozen pizza, even like a Hot Pocket back in the day, dude. Dude. Well, because you, yeah, you never you waited can't wait for it to cool down. No. But the middle of it would still be ice cold. Yeah, you'd bite the corner out of it and then blow inside of it. Yeah, it would never do nothing. Live and in action. Live and in action. Bush. Bush. All right. Welcome to another semi-live episode of Times Up Outdoors. It's been night six. Night six. Yep. Night six of our little semi-live series here in Kentucky. It's been pretty good that the big buck on the TV is about to get whacked. Oh, kill it. Anyway, as always, this episode is brought to you by Tethered. Go to tethernation.com to get all your tethered needs, all your saddle hunting needs, all the good stuff. We've been, uh, we've been, <coughs> oh, excuse me, we've been sitting in our saddles every day for a long time, and uh, it's funny. We I didn't really think about it till right now while I'm saying this out loud, but we've hunted in three different saddles from tethered. Yeah. Um, I don't remember which one you're in. The OG. The OG. The original. Yeah, like the first one they came out with a couple of years ago, a few years ago, whenever that was. Whenever when we met them. Yeah. yeah, whenever we met them at the Outdoor Ammo. Yep. Um, and then Scott and Steve have been in the Phantom, and I'm in the new lockdown. Everybody's happy. Everybody's comfy. I'm probably happiest and comfiest because that lockdown is so sweet. So, yeah, get yourself some Tethered. Go to TetheredNation.com. Hook it all up there. Also in partnership by Lacrosse, Lacrosse Boots. We've been hiking all over the damn place, man. This train is uh, not always great. Yeah, I was going to actually look at that. I was look at my seven-day lineup as to how many miles we walked. I know we are talking about Steve's buck. He drugged that buck down 100. It was like 98 feet and then back up 128. Yeah, ended up being a right right around two, just over 200 yeah. feet in elevation Whew. and over 1,000 yards as the crow flies. So that's what we've been doing. All using lacrosse boots. Get yourself a pair of boots. All right, housekeeping's out, and we're in to the good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. Um, it's just Scott, uh, John and I today, not Scott. Scott's gone. Steve left this morning. Oh, Scott, yeah, Steve left this morning. Steve yeah. left this morning. Scott yeah. left uh, yesterday, so it's just me and John. So we went back to that private that we were hunting this weekend because we couldn't hunt the public. Um, man, we it looked good. Well, we could have we could have hunted the. That's right. We could have hunted the public this the morning. The public this morning. But we left the setup because it was just tore up in there. Yeah, it looked real good. And just on the south side of where Steve was, we knew going into it this morning that we were going to kind of be winding one little area. However, it looked so tore up in there. There was sign enough to know that those deer could have been anywhere. Yeah. A ruddy buck comes in chasing a doe. Right. It's done deal. Um. We saw nothing, so that was that. It's a, it's a decent chunk of land. I think it would definitely hold a lot of deer if it wasn't surrounded by chaos. There is constant dogs. There's constant people. There's constant horse and buggy. There's a lot of shit going on. Um, so I just think it just kind of gets overworked and over. I don't think there's a big volume of deer on it because of how much crazy shit's going on. Yeah. So. We went there this morning, we backed out, we went to town, got some more supplies, um, got some breakfast. This breakfast joint we went to, I don't remember the name of that place, but... Oh, I can't remember the name. Whatever. It's a little place in uh, Kentucky here, but you get you go in, it's like an old school, like, uh, 
diner joint, I guess. It kind of looks like a... Uh, it's like a Bates Burgers when you yeah, walk in. Yeah, like a Bates or... Like, you go to the cash register first, and there's, like, a little sign behind it, and it's got a menu up on the wall. But the, it, it, it's a menu that you would see at, like, a VFW. Yeah, it's not like a, you know, cowboy omelet or any of that shit. It's just, no. like, breakfast plate, biscuits and gravy, egg sandwich, and then some, like, corny dog, yeah. hamburger, Oatmeal. hot dog. Yeah, they've got all kinds of... So, we go up there and order the... The breakfast plate, dude. We got two eggs, any style. Uh, meteor your, choice, your choice of meat. Uh, a biscuit and gravy, and an extra biscuit or a hash brown or a hash brown for five eighty five or something like that. Yeah, dude. And the biscuits were homemade. You could oh, definitely yeah. tell they're homemade biscuits. Gravy was homemade. Everything was like homemade. They had their like I don't know if it was a soup or what the hell it was. It was like a goulash, but it, they were in crock pots. And they give it to you on a styrofoam plate, a styrofoam cup with whatever drink. Yep. And then a coffee. You want condiments? They're over there on a table and like yeah. actual bottles. Go grab them and bring them to your plate, you lazy bitch. They're right there. Yep. Dude, the place was sweet as hell. Old school people in there. Loved it. So you that can was tell good. that was like the, the farmer hangout. There's a bunch of, you know, that long table of of good old boys yeah. sitting there before they go start their work day. Yeah, that was sweet. And then we came back to the sweet nap. Got uh, ready to rock for today, and we went out this evening to the same area of the public that John shot his buck, where I, we've had all these encounters. We've seen, I think, like 12 different bucks I'd be happy to shoot in the two days we got to hunt there. Uh, really, it was a day and a half. It was yeah. a full day and one evening, so feeling pretty confident. We had finally had a good wind. The only problem with the wind is it's bad for access. It's good for sitting, bad for access, so... We have a southwest wind, and the way that this finger of this public goes up, it goes up from the base of the main the main chunk, it goes up to the southwest. And the only way we to can access it, or to the northeast, yeah. So the only way we can access it is from the southwest. I mean, that's the only way you can walk in there. Right. So no matter what you do, you're blowing the whole bedding area, not to mention the piece of private that we were allowed to access this on, it has a trail that goes back to a crp field but on both sides of this trail is just heavy bedding and you have to access from the north which with a southwest wind yeah. when you get in there by the time you get to where you can get into public you're already your wind's blowing you've back. already blown that whole bedding area so you know we john and i are pretty scent lock heavy um you know whether or not it works i think we're both kind of like whatever but i think it definitely gives you some help and then you know shower sprays the whole shebang so we do everything we can Whatever. We go out, we set up, we find a spot just east of where John shot his buck, where Steve saw a good buck. We've seen three bucks over Pope in this area. Um, and we get back there. It looks really good. A lot of good sign. Three giant rubs, like we're sitting in like the triangle of these giant rubs. It's got everything that you want, too. You've got a standing bean field just off to the east. Or, yeah, to the yep. east. You've got a cut bean field, which is private, to the north. Right along the edge that runs north to south is, a, which would be a probably a drainage ditch. It's like at a dry one point, creek bottom, but though. it's a dry creek bottom that's got that holds you know a little bit of moisture, and then probably what would a hundred yard, eighty yards wide, at the widest point of mature oaks with some nice underbrush. It's just ripped apart in there. Which was right next to where you had been sitting, which you said that's where all the deer end up one way or another, coming or going yep. or whatever. They end up in that area. 
So we're on the northeast corner of all of this juiciness with fields to our east and to our north. Hope, you know, do you listen to any rut podcast, any read a rut book, whatever? Everything's going to tell you. Hunt the downwind side of betting. Bucks are cruising, checking for does. So that's what we're doing. It makes sense. There's some heavy trails in there. A lot of foot traffic, you can tell. Not people, deer. Um, very hard to access for public. You pretty much have to have a private access to get to it. Which is another, with this two-day gun hunt that we couldn't hunt there, there's no nobody, unless you've got property that is butting up to this public, you're not hunting back there. There's no way. The, yeah. the closest public access point to this area is, I think, three miles away, close to two and a half miles. Yeah, because we're walking some, a while and we're or a mile, sorry, yeah. and we're cutting it in half. So it's probably at least a two-mile walk. Two-mile walk, yeah, to it's get like, to this back. And not, not like a leisurely two-mile. It's two miles through death. Yeah, through stuff. Yeah, it's going to suck. People aren't doing it. Um, So we get set up in there. It took us way too long to pick a tree. Um, it is hard to pick a tree, man. When when you're especially when you're filming, yeah. When you're filming, you gotta you gotta, and then there's avenues that you want to shoot. You want to be able to shoot both or the the one bean field. You want to be able to shoot the creek bottom. You want to be able to shoot these big trails, and then you've got these big, you know, huge rubs that you want to be able to shoot. Also, so you want to shoot everything, but also stay as hidden as possible. I know that sounds selfish and stupid, but as well as hide two fat dudes in in a tree. That is tough, especially with these mature timbers that have no cover. I there's mean, no branches on these fucking trees nothing. until you get 30 feet in here. You've got these huge, you know, 40-year-old white oaks that are, you know... They're straight up and branchless until you get up to the right. top. So we ended up... We found a tree. It was pretty big, um, and it had some cover once you got up high enough. So we feel pretty good about it. And uh, we saw one little buck. He did come in range, which is good. Way well in the range. Well, yeah, for a long time. Like 14 yards for way too long. Um, but that was it. So we left out of there a little bit different way than we came in, hoping to not booger the bedding area up as much and hoping to not just booger that place up in general because I do really think, like, that morning John shot his buck, it was rocking. Every morning we've – I really – the mornings have been good because yeah. <clears throat> it's 72 degrees. 70, it was 77 today, mm-hmm. so it's warm. So the morning's going to be better. So And with all that bedding in there, right off of food – should be a good morning spot. So we tried our best not to ruin it. We snuck out of there. Didn't bust a deer that we were aware of. And then we drove over to a place of business that was connect- had the same name as the farmer that had the private just to the north. Because we're only... That owns the, that, the cut the bean cut field bean that field. you can see from... It, we're like, what, 80 yards off of that? Yeah. If that? Yeah. So we're like, man, if we could come in off the road, walk the 400 yards to the back through this cut bean field... And hike in there, we'd be money. Yeah, walking south, you know, south or from north to south, from north to south with a south wind. Yeah, we'll keep that wind in our face the whole time, and have a silent entry until you know until you get to the last eighty yards. So uh, it's like seven o'clock and it's dark, and it's not a, it's not an ideal time to knock on a door. Don't I would tell you people not to knock on doors that in the dark. Yeah, it makes people uneasy. But desperate times, different desperate measures. We knock on this dude's door. The door, the the thing that was weird too, because he owns a business and. We went to the business to see if we could maybe find an employee or something, but his house is like right. Yeah, it's in the parking lot. It's of the in business. the parking lot of the business, and the house was lit up like a Christmas tree. Only downstairs, so yeah. I was like, "All right, nobody's upstairs yet." We go walk to the porch, and you can hear the man coughing in the living room. So it's like, "All right, he's here. He's up. He's up. All right, let's go for it." So we knock on the door, and 
This old boy farmer comes up. He's hacking along, got no shirt on. He kind of looked more annoyed than anything, which you would expect. Somebody knocks on your door at 7 o'clock. Um, we give him our little spiel, tell him we're going to be here a couple more days. Because today's day 6, we got all of tomorrow and then the following morning, and that's it. So, um, He kind of looked at us like, yeah, why are you bothering me with this? Have at it. Just, yeah. You're just He's walking? Like, Wait, you're just walking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, there's, yeah, I don't see a problem with that at all. Yeah. Just, and then he just kind of like shut the door on us. <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Bye. So. Almost like, yeah, well, I thought you were just going to, most people just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have a, now I like, it rejuvenated the feeling for the morning. Like I already thought like, hey, this is going to be a better morning spot than an evening spot. Should be pretty good. I know there's good bucks in here. We've seen three bucks over Pope. I've seen 12 bucks I would yeah. shoot. It's a good spot. So I'm feeling excited about and it. I, I keep saying, man, every... Every deer that I saw was in right where we were. Yeah. At one point or another. There's, It's a perfect connection piece. It's like got two different funnels. Really three. It's got the north by where you were sitting in that. Yep. Basically a funnel around those fields. The one that runs north and south. And then the one connecting between the two beans. It's like a wide strip of CRP I mean, that, It is a choke point. Because if they wanted point. to get to that bedding to the south of us. They're not going to go into the bean field or into that dirt field. Right. They're going to shoot that. Yeah, if they want to keep cover, they're coming to cover down there. Yeah. And then they've got all the escape routes for any kind of predators. They can see everything. They can smell all the bedding with with the west wind. That's, to me, if, if we don't, if nothing happens tomorrow or the remainder of the trip, it's 100% due to weather. Yeah, I would think so. The only difference, the only difference is that when I was seeing the deer, when I shot my buck, it was 28 degrees. Yeah, tomorrow it's going to be like 60 degrees in the morning. Yeah. Which is but, huge, but we're in southern Kentucky and that's not, that's not unusual. Uncommon. I mean, it's it's actually pretty chilly. Yeah, and it's yeah. still the rut. So yeah. the rut is the rut. November 7th is a lot of people's favorite days to be in the woods. So we're going to get out there and uh, we're going to kill one in the morning. It's gonna be sweet. Um, I will I'm shoot a doe com- in the morning too. I'm by very the way. confident. So be prepared for that. Oh yeah, with that access, hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah. we'll drive the truck right there. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So that's it. We had a we had a Motor City Pizza Co. Dude, frozen, frozen pizza. pizza. My mouth does hurt though. Damn it. Yeah, but that's a good pizza. That's a good. Oh, dude. Let me bring life to your life. If you didn't know this was a thing, little Debbie makes a peanut butter oatmeal mm. cream pie. Holy shit. I need to eat one of those. Dude, I did not know these existed. I'm a huge peanut butter guy. Did not know this was a thing. It's two peanut butter cookies with peanut butter slapped in the middle of it. It's diabetes in a plastic wrapper, and I'm here for it. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so that was my first time trying we're, that today. We're at Walmart and asking, like, I've never seen these before. And some random dude walked by. He's like, those are good. Boy, they're sweet. <laughs> He just yeah. kept, kept on going. <laughs> Thanks, pal. That guy's had every single one of those things. <laughs> yeah, he's never not tried a little Debbie. Yeah, he's like a new, brand new one. What is that? Star Crunch? Mine. <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah, we're going to, um, we just finished watching, actually speaking to Tethered. Uh, if you're listening to this and you don't know, they have a, a YouTube series called the Tagged Out Tour, which is really awesome. I, I haven't really seen it. I knew of it, but we just watched an episode, man. These kids, 
it's, it's awesome. Living the dream. It's dude. so sweet. It's the whole reason that I do it is because I want to be able to bring kids in the outdoors and, and rejuvenate this sport that we care so much about. And these guys are doing it. They spend like, you know, whatever, a couple months just traveling the country, driving around, hunting different pieces of public land or private land they've got permission on. And they were just in Michigan. So I'm uh, I'm pretty excited for those kids, man. They, they seem like good dudes. Well, yeah. And the next episode is a piece of property that one of us gave them permission to hunt. Mm-hmm. That was me. Yeah. Yeah, so... So check that one out, man, because that's got a little. You might see you might see a guy from Times Up Outdoors on the uh, yeah. on that episode. You might see somebody. In on fact, that episode. you fucking better. I'm gonna be a little bit upset that yeah. he's not on there. Ernie, figure it out. I figure it out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll check in again tomorrow after the uh, after Nico shoots his big buck. If you see that episode six or uh, night six comes out very early tomorrow, you probably know what to expect. Yes. Oh, shout out. Hunter tagged out in Michigan. Oh, man. yeah. Yep. Back in Michigan, the old boy tagged out. That kid's got the buck juice, man. I don't know. What, uh, Meat Eater talks about, uh, what was that? Was it Mike Duran, uh, the Buckman Doug juice? Duran, yeah, the Doug Duran, yeah. Doug Duran, yeah. That's, yeah. that's us. That's our Doug yeah, Duran. Hunter's got the, yeah. So congrats to him. Fucking two great bucks. Two great shots, too. He's got three bucks three this bucks. year. Yeah, yeah, he killed a Kentucky Velvet Giant. Kentucky Giant Pope. Kentucky Giant in Velvet. And two giants Full in velvet pope, and then two studs yeah. in Michigan. All with his bow. All before gun season, November 6th. Done. Son of a bitch. That's, all, that's so awesome. You know, I taught him everything. <laughs> it's all there is to it. Hmm. The master has become... Uh, yeah, that thing. <laughs> Whatever. God damn it, I'm jealous. Good job, dude. Nice job. All right, see Way you all bud. next time. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.